what's the one thing we want most right now when we're looking at the chaos, the disintegration of 3D and the fear and the doubt and confusion that we feel ourselves and we feel all around us? We want clarity so we can understand what's going on and then have the knowledge to make the right decisions from the many different choices we're faced with. But even with clarity, we drown ourselves in a sea of anxiety, doubt, and confusion because with clarity comes truth and with truth comes our fear of consequences. The path to clarity leads to knowledge of consequences and that is the block to our transformation. Before I start this podcast, I want to point out that it may be a little controversial. Some of the things you hear may make you afraid, they may make you angry, and they may make you question a lot of things that you've been thinking about lately. That's not my purpose. My purpose is to point out that we are in a very important transition point right now and we need to understand the clarity, truth, and consequences path so that we have the tools we need to make the right and best decisions from amongst our choices. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. There's a flow of energy and outcomes that happens once we set out on the clarity path to get knowledge and understanding. We want knowledge because it's what's going to help us get to the next step and hopefully get unstuck. We want understanding because we want to know why things happen the way they do. Frankly, I believe it's our quest for knowledge and understanding that are the reasons we get stuck in the first place. Our desire to know why without being willing to follow the clarity, truth, consequences path will always be a revolving door of healing with frustration, disappointment, and limitations or blocks preventing our progress. I think we ask for clarity without understanding exactly what that entails and what happens when we do get clarity. As I've written and said before, clarity just makes things clear. It does not solve anything. We want clarity because we want the truth. We want to know what is happening and why. But is that the truth? No, we really don't wanna know the truth. We wanna know why something's happening to us, what others' motivations are, what's wrong with us, and why we are being betrayed, rejected, abandoned, or disrespected in some way. We wanna know why others seem to get what they want and we do not. We want to know why our mother didn't love us. I hear this a lot from clients or loved our sister or brother more. We want to know why our partner left us, broke our heart, betrayed us, 
or took advantage of us. We want to know why our loved ones prefer to live alone in their darkness than to be with us in our light. We want to know why our sacrifices yield no results except more pain and suffering. We want to know why Source allows our suffering while we believe we've been promised a joyful life when we do our work. We want to know why we aren't happy while we're trying to do everything the right way. We want to know the why of everything because then we'll understand our challenges and can figure out how to end them. This will get us unstuck and we can move forward. And we think, and sometimes we're told, that clarity is the answer, but that's not quite true. As I said, clarity makes things clear and removes the veils from the truth. Now we see what's in front of us and that will inspire us to take action, right? Not quite. Now we get stuck even though we have clarity and we know the truth. The reason we get stuck and stay that way is our fear of consequences. Yes, we want to have clarity and to know the truth, but we know that taking this step may result in a transformation we don't think we're ready for. Clarity and truth can change things, and some of those changes will mean a big life transformation that may end situations that we aren't quite ready to end yet. Maybe we have too much time and energy invested in them and we're waiting for a payoff. Maybe we don't want to be alone or feel like we failed, so we're going to give the person or situation a few more chances to work out the way we'd hoped. Maybe we aren't ready to face the judgment and criticism we expect from others if we are too happy or too successful. Maybe we are not ready to handle the guilt over not meeting others' expectations or needs. Maybe we're afraid to be shamed for our actions or for abandoning those who need us. So we set our intention for clarity and then we see the truth. More succinctly, we see things as they really are, without the illusions and expectations, without the embellishments, hope, and wishful thinking. And then we either stop or we move ahead. One of our toughest lessons is acceptance. To accept people as they choose to be, without making excuses or seeing them in a much higher light than they're capable of holding. We know they can do better, so we'll just hold that as an intention and wait for them to fulfill it. We know they didn't really mean that, so we'll ignore it and show them how loving, kind, compassionate, and tolerant we are. But we're the loser here because we are not supposed to be working so hard to change people or to change the world. See the definition of acceptance above. Instead, we need to seek clarity in our own healing path. Why are we being so hard on ourselves while we're giving everyone else a free pass? Why do we allow ourselves to suffer in the name of our light work and support others' dreams and not our own? Why do we take on the same challenges in every lifetime and hope that this time will be different? We have to look at the clarity, truth, and consequences healing path. Clarity is what we seek when we want to see beyond the illusion, but we often use clarity to look at someone else's illusions, the illusion of why they don't love, honor, and respect us. So first we have to be willing to see beyond our own illusion, what we are not willing to look at or see in its true light, stripped of our expectations, hopes, 
and the light we add to fill in energy gaps. Truth is the byproduct of clarity. What is revealed with clarity is the truth. Maybe it isn't the truth we want to see or hear, but that doesn't mean it's not true. For example, when a client asks me whether their partner is faithful or if someone is taking advantage of them, I answer truthfully. If the answer is yes, there's always a pause as their mind goes into cognitive dissonance. They cannot make sense of the fact that someone they believe is committed to them could be their betrayer. It takes a while to integrate the truth, especially in situations where the truth is a disintegrator of their reality. They asked for a truth that they could not see for themselves, or maybe they wanted confirmation of a truth that they knew to be true, but it was too painful for them to acknowledge. And then along with the truth comes consequences. You've heard me say many times that we don't fear fear. Fear is not a thing. We fear consequences. For example, I don't drive without wearing a seatbelt because I don't want to get hurt in an accident. I also don't want to get a ticket for not wearing my seatbelt. Or I don't drive a long distance without making sure I have plenty of gas in my car. Let me share my story about the Phoenix, Arizona to San Diego drive because it's a great example of this. I used to live in Phoenix, Arizona, and I used to drive from Phoenix to San Diego sometimes to spend the weekend at the beach. It's not a long drive from Phoenix to San Diego. It's about 350 miles, which is about, what, five or six hours. You can easily drive it in a day. The halfway point is Yuma, Arizona. If you've never been to Yuma, Arizona, it's a rather strange town in the middle of the desert that's full of restaurants shaped like spaceships. The very first time I drove from Phoenix to San Diego, I drove through Yuma, passed a couple gas stations, looked at my gas tank and thought, eh, I'll get gas when I get closer to San Diego. Now, I'd never been on this road before. It was the last time I did that because what I discovered is the consequence of not filling up my tank in Yuma meant that I barely made it to the very first gas station on the outskirts of San Diego where I paid an extraordinary amount of money for gas, probably the most money I'd ever spent for gas at close to $6 a gallon. I was almost out of gas and barely made it to the gas station. So the consequence of not filling up my car in Yuma was that I very much risked running out of gas before I got to San Diego. And that would have been a problem because if you've ever been on that road, there is nothing there. There are no rest stops. There are no gas stations. There, there are no restaurants. There's nothing. You drive through what looks like a moonscape of mountains built of a variety of different sizes of small, medium, and large rocks or pebbles. And it's truly completely barren. So of course, subsequently, when I drove from Phoenix to San Diego, I made sure no matter how much gas I had in my gas tank that I filled up in Yuma because the consequence was if I had a problem and I got stuck on the side of the road, I wouldn't have enough gas to get to San Diego. Consequences are learned from experience. So we go through something and we realize the consequence, we realize the outcome so that the next time we do it, we know that there is a consequence to a certain action and then we have to decide whether we want to face the consequence or not. We usually get an idea of the consequences of truth after one experience. Then those consequences become permanently engraved in our memory for future use. 
Sometimes this is a great thing. Sometimes it's not a great thing when the consequence becomes something we try to avoid at all costs. For example, if you've ever had a bad relationship or someone truly broke your heart, you could say the consequence of relationships is my heart gets broken, which is not really true. The consequence of having relationships with certain kinds of people will result in a broken heart. But every relationship, unless you choose that kind of person, won't break your heart. So consequences can be huge blocks to our growth and to our joy because we tend to generalize consequences to everything rather than looking at them with a very specific eye and in a very narrow context. Our quest for clarity and truth opens the door, but we don't step fully into that clarity and truth portal because of the consequences. Sometimes our fear of the consequences prevents us from asking for clarity or acknowledging the truth of a situation. We do want to know, and our curiosity is there, but we also want to avoid the consequences, especially the painful one. If a client asks about a relationship status and the answer is not what they want to hear, they'll call me again and ask the same question, and they get the same answer. And then the next question is, why? Why don't they love me? Why can't they be committed? Why can't they be faithful? Why can't they meet my needs? The answer to the why is that it's not about them. It's about the other person. And that is the truth. It's about acceptance, accepting the other person as they are. And the one thing I know for sure and have shared with you many, many times is that everyone gives us what they have to give and no more. So while you may think you're getting someone's worst, you're actually getting their very best. Remember the definition of acceptance. The clarity truth consequences path requires courage because to use the clarity we get to acknowledge the truth and to get unstuck and then be able to move forward requires that we must be willing to deal with the consequences. To be honest, the entire search for joy depends on our ability to accept the consequences of our quest for clarity and truth. And often we ask for clarity and truth when we just want an explanation, an apology, or some kind of acknowledgement of our worth, usually from someone who is already doing their best, but they're not meeting our needs. Can we use the gift of clarity and truth to face the consequences that we are so desperately trying to avoid and see that this is a journey of acceptance? I believe that we approach new potentials with a real desire for transformation, but we get stuck at the consequences portal. If we can overcome our fear of the consequences of what will or might happen because of our new choices, and then decide that we're going to accept others' choices and do what's right and best for us, we have mastered our own integrity and alignment and can move upwards on our ascension spiral, free of the guilt and shame that usually accompanies our choices, free of the fear that something we cannot control will happen, and free of the belief that we will not succeed because others don't agree with us and free of the need to balance the fulfillment of our attentions with the approval, acknowledgement, and agreement of anyone else. So muster up your courage and follow the clarity, truth, consequences path. 
And when you use clarity to see the truth, use it to acknowledge what is in front of you and then choose what can accompany you on the next part of your journey and leave the rest behind. Then step into the consequences portal with confident assurance that you've made the right choices for your transformation into the energy congruence of divine harmony and nothing else matters. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.